Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. And we love scams. Guys, we love scams. We have a very special guest. You know her, you love her, you've heard her on multiple episodes. She's our scam spawning extraordinaire, college student, intern, comedian, woman about town. Mackenzie Thomas. Hello. Hi. I'm I'm back. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Okay, Mackenzie, thank you for coming back. Thank you for keeping me in touch. I I feel like I'm like Amy Poehler in Mean Girls, like, oh, you kids keep me young. (laughs) She does. She keeps us young. She's also on the beat of everything. And we'll be like, Mackenzie, you know about this? And she's like, yeah, duh. I've known about it for years. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We feel slightly cool. And she's like, guys, I wrote a dissertation on it. (laughs) So I just like stuff. (laughs) Before we get into our scam for the day, there is some YouTube news that Mackenzie and I need need to recap. Because ever since she was here the last time... I have been very into YouTube. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, well, like, oh. it's so hard not to be. It's know? a whole nother, it's a whole layer of reality television that I have not charted yet. It's an uncharted it's, water. It's mm-hmm. more crazy because, like, YouTube, the thing with it is it's not like they don't film things in seasons. It's just their whole life. And it's and constantly put up. Yeah, yeah. And they're real people. So it just never ends. Never <laughs> ends. And I've been in it since I've been 12 and now I'm 20. Wow. So she, you have a historical knowledge that we it. don't have. Yes. Wow. Yes. I would. I have so many people that I would love to Introduce recommend for you to, to check out. Well, okay. Yeah, so where will. I'm at in my journey is that I... Um, Shane Dawson, we... So Shane and Tana mm-hmm. from our last you know, foray into the YouTube world. Um, Shane did a documentary on this guy, Jake Paul. It's a 10 part documentary and I'm like halfway through it. Um, It's so long and I've seen every part. It's so long and I'm and the payoff is so minimal. Really? I'm so (laughs) mad that I didn't get to finish it. Don't get excited. Well, okay. So this guy, Jake Paul married our girl, Tana last week in, uh, and Tana's friends with, uh, what's his face? Everyone. But she's who's the guy you just mentioned. I'm Shane like, Dawson. I don't care what names. Shane. Shane. Yes. <laughs> friends with Shane. Yes. And Shane has done a documentary on both Jake and Tana. Yes. At different por- points in their life, and now they're married. They're married. <laughs> Tana and Jake, Jake Paul and Tana Mojo, got married like three days ago. Tana Mojo, and it was insane. Tana Mojo of TanaCon fame. Need we remind yes, you? We yes, we did two TanaCon yes, episodes. From the TanaCon episode. Um, so basically, like, Tana and Jake Paul got married all of a sudden. They started dating this summer. Yeah. So, like, three months ago. Right. Yeah. Um, and everything happened really, really fast. Okay. Um, so I was like, this is so weird. It's probably just for, like, clout. They're just hanging out right. for, like, for PR. views, PR, whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Tana's birthday comes up 
And Jake Paul buys Tana Mojo a G-Wagon for her birthday. But that was a scam. And the Mercedes G-Wagon, it's like one of those ugly, like it looks like a Jeep. It's ugly it's ass car. Ugly ass car. So ugly. But the thing is, um, Tana does not have her driver's license. <gasps> and she also had a scandal about a year and a half ago where she drove her friend's car while she was zanned out. No. Like she was like. Xanax out. Yeah. She, yeah. So she was taking Xanax and she was driving. Um, and she also crashed someone's G-Wagon in another unrelated event. So the guy she's shortly dated is like, you know what? This girl needs another G-Wagon. She, yeah. And she doesn't have her <laughs> right. license, but you know Get what? This girl she's going to drive G-Wagon. it. She needs it. Yeah. So like things with Jake and Tana escalated so quickly. It's so weird. And then all of a sudden they were getting married. Mm -hmm. They grew up so fast, like truly, (laughs) but they were getting married all of a sudden. And so basically like they got engaged at Tana's 21st birthday party. Um, When you're 21, you got to start getting, making big plans. Yeah. Making big plans. Um, They got engaged. uh, uh, Jake Paul basically gave Tana a cake that was delivered to her by a bottle service girl at a strip club. Okay. Um, and romance. it said like Tana, yeah, romance. Um, Tana, will you please marry me? And it had like the ring and then they got engaged and literally three weeks later, today, they are married. They're married. That's how she plans things, guys. It's, she doesn't, she her, doesn't waste time. Her wedding is very similar to TanaCon. Yes. Because she mm-hmm. she sent out the invitations like four days before it happened. And mm-hmm. her wedding wasn't even in LA where she's based. It was in Las Vegas where she's originally from. And it was at, attended by a ton of people, right? Tons of people, tons of YouTubers. Was it 700 or am I wrong? I, thought it was I don't 400. know. I thought it was in the hundreds. And like the crazy know. thing though, which is a very scammy. Yeah. Um, you could stream Jake Paul and Tana's wedding on a service called Halogen. Uh, Halogen <gasps> for $50. No! Yes. $50. Yes. Guys. Yes. And so like right when they got engaged, like right when they were kissing, like doing the vows, they kissed a guy threw champagne at Jake Paul and there was a fight. <gasps> this is at the wedding while the yeah. wedding's yeah, happening. They say the I do's and then a bottle of champagne comes but out. But we think yes. that's fake, right? I don't no. know, I don't but I fake. feel like it must be. I don't know. I think it's like finally like, you know what? You really, you Fuck messed you up. Guys. My little sister fainted at TanaCon. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. But they had to refund everybody that watched the stream. Yeah, or like refunds are being talked about because it was such poor quality and it was so shitty. Like you have to refund your own wedding. That is such garbage. But the wedding itself could be a scam. Yeah. So we don't know if it's a real marriage. What do you think? So the the ring um, is a a cubic zirconium ring that was one hundred and twenty five dollars. Cool. That's a little bit suspicious for Jake Paul, who can buy a a G wagon, right? Um, And they didn't really exchange real vows or anything and also do they have a marriage license no they do not all right so they're not married but they're also married (laughs) so take that as you will it's so weird um they're both very strange i'm sure she'll be pregnant tomorrow and she'll have a baby the next day she just really wants everyone talking about her Mackenzie. what do you what is your opinion on their love is it real is is their union real I don't think it's real. Because you heard it here first. When they started dating, well, okay, it could be one of two ways. When they started dating, they were like, we're doing this for clout. Like, we're dating for clout. We're dating for the views. They said it out loud. Yeah. yeah. And it was like a joke. 
But then uh, all of a sudden they started like getting serious. And I think they actually like are falling for each other. But are they in love? I don't know. They, or maybe they're falling for like the fanfare. Like they're loving yeah. the attention. Well, they're both two attention types horse. of people that really, really love attention. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't, I don't nice really know. Or you call them attention But horse honestly, person. honestly, in a way, I could not name two people out there that are more perfect for each other. I know. They are both insane. I think yeah. my opinion is I think that Jake Paul is not into it because every video I saw from the wedding, he's like not even looking at her. He didn't leave with her. He didn't even leave what? with her. They left in separate cars. They went. She uh, had some family emergency, right? He wasn't there or he did. Yeah. Or she didn't something. I don't they know. Went to, and then they went to Europe and they brought like Jake's whole family. They brought so many people with them to Europe for their honeymoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. And then I read she left Europe early for a family oh, emergency. He yes. didn't come yes, with her. Yeah. And he stayed with his friends in Europe because he didn't want to miss his honeymoon, so, which you do with your wait, wife. Wait, so I don't think he's that into her, but I think she is into him because on their wedding day, mm -hmm. she posted a video. A very emotional video. Very emotional. Oh, and she's no. not even in it. It's like just a black screen and her being like, Jake Paul, love I love you. you like oh. more than any person in the world. And it's like 12 like, minutes. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's really long, and I couldn't even sit through it. No, please don't. There, I, it, there's no special value in it for that. me. Well, and apparently, I've read Jake Paul's brother Logan th thinks it's real stupid. Yeah, yeah, but also yeah. Logan Paul is a piece of shit. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Filmed a dead body. <gasps> Do you not know in about Japan. this, oh, guys? I'm ancient. You don't know. He about went this? to the suicide. He went to no. the suicide forest in Japan. Sorry, I didn't and mean to filmed be mean about that. a guy. A dead body of a man who hung himself like ten minutes prior. Why? Why did he do that? He's, crazy. he's a psychopath. Also, there's a suicide forest that's in <laughs> Japan. Yeah, it is really sad. But also, I respect that. <laughs> it's like this is where I go to I die. Yeah, honestly, like the Pauls and like all of these people, like Tana. It doesn't really like make no a lot grasp. of sense to me. They don't really have like a grasp on how like normal mm -hmm. people live. But no. at some point, they were normal people I right? guess the minute they're born you're normal and then like but they again guys and I'm gonna sound like a grandmother they're all part of this generation that just like grew up with the YouTube yeah. I guess and I mean I did too but right. I'm not out normal. here like no. it's all for clout like you know <laughs> but aren't you no <laughs> yeah <laughs> no the exact opposite I know but I feel like just like you know some people grew up during the Great Depression. Birth of yeah, the Great, Great Depression. Depression. Oxycontin. Like whatever it is, is like whenever it's your generation. Yeah. Yeah. You really can like jump into it or you just I don't even are normal. get it. Like I'm starting to feel like I'm old. Because <laughs> Please don't. now now there's <laughs> the stop. TikTok. I know TikTok's uh, generation ar arising. Yes. And it is so confusing to me. TikTok's because, okay, it's just I vine, don't want to get right? into it. It's just uh, fine. No. But like colorful it's like cartoons. The main appeal is it's like kids, like 12 year olds, like being like sexy, which is awful. No. And like lip syncing. Yes. And I'm like, what? Where? what's the talent value in this? And like, also like weird faces. They have all these. I think it's like huge face filters and yeah, stickers. But and also you could argue that someone like Tana is talented because she can captivate an audience. Like we're talking about her. Yeah. Like she's a. She, she got has famous a skill. from telling stories. She's skilled, yes. You know, but Jake Paul became famous with his brother on Vine. You know, yeah. it makes some people laugh. Doesn't make me laugh, but yeah. it has some value in it, I guess. But like TikTok, what the fuck? His brother know. is skilled at 
filming dead people. Yes. And, like you, everyone yes. has a skill. Everyone has a talent. Mackenzie, here's the thing is that you approach a certain age, like 30 maybe, and then your brain is just full when it comes to technology and you can't <laughs> absorb new stuff. And it, it just happens. It's like, Mm-hmm. Whereas before it was like another language and you just picked it up right away because your brain was Oh yeah, like when kids learn multiple languages yeah. at five or six. Your brain that makes me now they're learning TikTok zero. at five and six. Yeah. And and once you reach thirty, it's like it's not all downhill, but it's like your your brain is like, I'm good on technology. That's it. <laughs> I don't feel like it. I'll honestly. keep that in mind. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Okay. But guys, we also have Another thing I don't understand <laughs> that we do have to bring to the people because. Okay, so let's let's do break it. it down. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get fifteen percent back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May sixth to May thirteenth. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Okay, we're talking about a little girl named... Caroline Calloway, ladies and gentlemen. Which reminds me of Kelly and Cal- or Kelly, Kelly and Conway. 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 They couldn't be more different. Okay. Caroline Calloway. Calloway. She is a girl who um, Instagrams, she is a pioneer in the Instagram story genre. Oh, okay. She Instagram stories her entire life. She got, um, she was studying abroad in England, I believe. She's relatively smart. She Instagram storied every moment of her life there um, to the point where I think she may have failed out of Cambridge. I don't know. I don't know. All right. I, I don't know. know we'll look into that. Um, but she got a book deal from her Instagram stories. She um, was supposed to write a book. She got her advance on the book. She did not write the book and did not deliver it. So she has to return her advance and she's okay. now hosting events to make money to return her advance, I think is the gist. I think I think okay. that's the gist. Too. Yeah. OK. So and she's verified on Instagram. She has a big following. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's like the next generation of YouTubers. She basically Caroline became really, really famous because she would make these Instagram posts with really, really long captions about Yeah, that's huge on her. Instagram. The longest caption ever, mm-hmm. which I don't ever want to read, but apparently those do really well. She used to write about her boyfriend okay. at Cambridge Oscar, who was like, um, this was like in the height of One Direction and kind of like the resurgence of like, yeah, this was like during the resurgence of like British culture being popular, like amongst teens, like in okay. the 2014, 2012. She was on that beat. Yeah. And so she was dating this guy and she would write about it all the time. His name was Oscar. He was really, really cute. And um, she would write about like their adventures together and stuff okay. in a very fairy tale 
cocktail type way. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that got mm-hmm. her a book deal. Yeah. Yeah. She was an art history student at Cambridge. Okay. And she would also write about like going to balls and Damn. going like on amazing vacations to like islands and stuff. And it was, yeah. you could see how that could be very appealing to yeah, a certain type bait. of person. Mm-hmm. Very princess. Also if you're younger. Yeah. Yeah. It's very like this prince of princess fairy tale narrative that she was living and some people speculated that her instagram captions and stories were completely fake right people have speculated that yeah yes. okay now she was accused of being scammy yes and there was a journalist that put a whole twitter page kaylee kaylee yeah wrote all the stuff on twitter and sort of was like trolling her but in a smart way mm-hmm. and oh i said, didn't see this what was that that she was yeah. So there is a uh, journalist. Her name's Kaylee. I'm forgetting her last name, but she's um, pretty, pretty popular on Twitter. Um, she made this thread about how Caroline Calloway's workshops that she started doing about Kaylee two, Donaldson. Ka- yeah. Kaylee Donaldson. Um, the workshops that she started doing uh, about two years ago. Yes. Deal? Okay. Is a is a scam. Because um, basically the first round of events that Caroline had were uh not very successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She bit off a lot more than she could chew. Everything fell through. Lots of the uh, the dates didn't even happen. They she didn't. So she's never done events before. Just like no. Tanya, Tanya, Tana. Yeah. She, yeah. Tana. Tana. <laughs> yeah. So basically like she did this event in New York and it was a, a garbage fire. Mm-hmm. Like they're. She was supposed to write everyone that went handwritten letters didn't happen. There was supposed to be like gourmet food didn't happen. And she Uh, promised all this on Instagram. Yeah. She promised all of these like big things, Mm -hmm. but like nothing happened. And it was it was marketed as a creativity workshop, but there wasn't a whole lot of like creativity like or things from Caroline. I think I think if we're learning anything about influencers is that they're bad event planners. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. So Kaylee Donaldson did this Twitter thread that was basically saying uh, all these things that Caroline Calloway had done at her event and how it was like unethical and the price tag on it was ridiculous. Like she was was charging $200. Yeah, it says here for um, at one point she charged $165 for a four hour Mm -hmm. workshop. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So basically... Caroline, uh, no, Kaylee, um, the reporter, the reporter, she said, Caroline Calloway wants to sell everything, but she makes nothing Mm -hmm. and and called her a scammer and called her a scammer. And that kind of began the big trend of calling Caroline Calloway a scammer. And she went viral on the Internet for um, kind of being like the face of influencers who don't know anything about. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. There was a whole drama between Caroline and Kaylee. Like Caroline was basically harassing Kaylee and getting her followers to attack her online, which was Whoa. really shitty. Yeah. Um, and they made T-shirts. They made Caroline made a T-shirt after reading Kaylee's thread once it was completed um, that said, stop hate following me, Kaylee, and sold it. But then um, the the uh, t-shirt company that were selling it stopped because it was a part of bullying. Yeah. So they pulled and it. Is, it. it is bullying. It is bullying. Yeah. That happened. And that was 
awful. Like I think honestly, like if you're an influencer out in the world, you should be open to critiques. Like that's yes. a part of it. Or reality. And it yeah. wasn't even like she was just saying that nobody like got what they asked or what they paid for. Like she's not lying. She's just stating facts. Yeah. Yes. So basically like I don't think that what Kaylee did was wrong at all because no. it's just a critique. She just called her out. And also, yeah. yeah, she's just revealing that she's just, it's the facts. She didn't, she's not She's not personally attacking her in any way. It probably felt personal though. Oh yeah. And she yeah. talked about that. Okay. So. Okay. So then what's bringing us here is that one of these events that Caroline did was in New York City. Yes. Yes. I'd like to say I want to thank our audience because we put out a call. Um, we desperately, it was Mackenzie's dream to attend a Caroline Calloway event. And it was her little dream. Yes. And we wanted to make her dreams come true. It was her heart's desire. Yes. So we put out, it was. Uh, we put out an urgent call on social media. Can you help <laughs> contribute to the cost of this? And after, because we don't have, them. and <laughs> after like process, I think the total amount of the ticket was $172, which is insane. Yeah. Yes. And so we had three donors. Thank you so much. Uh, who were able to make this dream come true for Mackenzie. You guys are the best. I got to go to a Caroline Calloway so event, yeah. and it's all thanks to you guys. Yeah, Anna Dresden, Alan Pugliese, um, which is my... Yeah. Wait, Anna Dresden, like yes. SNL writer? She's yes. your major benefactor here. Yes. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? No, we're not kidding. I'm fucking obsessed with that woman. She's, she's amazing. Well, she's Wait, oh she's your God. major benefactor because she said she needs for this to happen. She needed for you to attend. Yeah, this she event. was really excited. Yeah. Um, Anna Dresden, Ellen Pugliese, my friend from a long time ago, and this girl, Madison Gutvine. Uh, who has the same last name as my great grandparents? Thank you all. Maybe thank I'll do you. like a Caroline Calloway style thank you, and I'll write a really long letter you to thank to. you guys. Only an Instagram caption. <laughs> Only an, I'll actually like make an Instagram caption, screenshot it, put it in an envelope, and send Perfect. it to you. Well, that's even a lot more than she does. So, <laughs> and we'll so get into that. Stories, yeah. Okay, so this happened. So we got so lucky from you guys. You helped us out and we got Mackenzie a ticket and the Mackenzie went undercover yeah. as a member of this group and she was there and we got text messages. You were nervous, Mackenzie. You were texting us like, oh my God, I don't know what's gonna happen. And we are so excited. She is our scam spondent extraordinary. We know vi virtually nothing about this event except that yes. it was very intense and Mackenzie has so many thoughts and feelings about it. And she lost a jacket. I mean, a lot of things happen. There's emotions. Like, we, we hope she finds her jacket. Like, so guys, we're learning this for the first time with you. Yes. All right. Take it away, Mackenzie. Okay. So the morning I got dressed, yes. I wanted to blend in. Okay. I found my longest dress. Okay. It's white. And oh. I, so basically I walk in the most incredible art apartment space I'd ever seen in my life. Art everywhere really? okay. like I'm talking like statues and shit okay. on the ceiling on the wall like a law yes if there was an earthquake they would be fucked the <laughs> yeah. owner of this place would be fucked okay. Okay. like there was thousands and million bajillions of dollars on these walls okay so Ugh. it looks like an art gallery but it was also like an apartment yes okay so she Caroline rented out this space okay um it was owned by this cute Little lady who is has the thickest French accent I've ever heard. Yes. Fitting. We stand. Fitting. We stand. 
Yes, 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 yes. She has a very fat, lazy cat. That was cute. Perfect. Yeah. So I walk in and there is just, okay. How many are there when you walk in? I'm going to say 17 people. The whole thing. Yes. And you were then Maybe the Maybe 20 the most. Okay. I was not the last. Okay. I was like one of the f- middle-ish okay. people to come in. And these people look like little Caroline Calloway's, like people that would like bully me in middle school yeah, or yeah. like high school, like people that would like bully me in middle school for like watching Doctor Who and having photos of Bill Hader in my locker, yeah. like people like that. Yeah, I and that. I got very uncomfortable oh, and I'm I was sweating kind of already sitting by myself and just looking around, feeling it out. Wait, so you, yeah. so you mean like white girls with blonde hair? Um, a little bit of that, a little bit of that vibe, but also like not even white girls with blonde hair, like, you know, like well-read brunettes too. So, um, and also there were also other women of color there. There So I was into that, really into that. I just sit there kind of by myself for 30 minutes, like freaking out. And then this girl comes in, we'll call her Peg. Call her Peg. Peg. She comes and she sits next to me and we just kind of like hit it off. Oh, great. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't think in a space like this I would make like a friend. Ever. And we just started talking and she was so funny and so sweet. And um, I kind of talked to her. And then so the first hour, Caroline doesn't show up. Like, it's in the invitation. And how many hours is this? Four. Wait, she didn't show up for the first hour? That's in the... Of like the invitation. She doesn't show up. At she all says of, you'll have a first hour to yourself. Yeah. Like for all of the creativity workshops that Caroline does, she does not show up for the first hour. <laughs> so it's really a three hour workshop. But it's, it's supposed to be like a mixer. Did we mention the, but she's the name of this event yet? This event is called The Scam. Yes. Oh, so she's poking fun yeah. at it. Yes. Okay. So I'll get into Wait, that. Wait, very important. Was there food there? Uh, okay. So... <laughs> there is, there was food there, but it was salad and hummus, which what? is like fine for a normal person, but I'm allergic to raw fruits and vegetables. What? So I've never had a salad. Wait, So what? I just ate what hummus and like crackers, <laughs> like so a freak. Wait, so if you eat like a hamburger with lettuce on it, you're screwed? I can have lettuce, arugula, and radishes. What else? You get a rash? Yeah. What else happened? Um, Like my mouth explodes. Oh my God. A bad one for... What about my people? Almonds. Uh, I can eat almonds. Okay. They don't taste good. They taste like <laughs> shit. But like, <laughs> like, yeah, You're fuck almonds. First. Wow. Um, <laughs> rude. So I'm sitting at this event. Okay, no food you can eat. Yeah. I'm sitting at this event and Spooning then they start, hummus. they start playing music. And the first no. song that they play to get, to catch the vibes for this event was Day and Night by Matt and Kim. <laughs> I, I actually used that. to. You I do. used to love okay. this album like a while yeah. ago. It's very like in 2012. Yeah, yeah. You know. Okay. It was like the first. Like it's like an a classic entry level like indie entry song. level. Great. Yeah. So yeah, and so they play "I Want to Be Like Kanye." If you know that song, another classic 2012 2013 banger. Um, and I'm just sitting there awkwardly talking to my friend Peg, mm-hmm. getting along famously, and then an hour goes by. Caroline shows up. Okay, what is she wearing? Uh, blue yoga-ish pants, oh. a yellow yoga-ish 
like halter top type deal and a giant red sweater with farm animals on it. So she wore athleisure to this event that you guys pay $200 for? Yeah. I'm offended. Yes. I was offended a little bit, but she took like 40 minutes to meet everybody personally, which I thought was was really nice. Put on a ballet flat. Put on, you know, something. She was wearing, she was wearing a, she was wearing Re, like Reebok white um, sneakers. I Yeah, okay. so she was wearing that. She met everybody. Um, I think she knows that okay, I'm a but rat. I'm, I think she I'm knows. I'm not happy about Like, I'm not happy that she didn't pull herself together <laughs> and, also, and put on a little bit I of a look. I wish that she would come in the full Caroline Cowway, like, flowers yeah, in her hair. Yeah, that's dress. her thing. That's, like, her look. Because you dressed up. You turned Wait, a look. She should turn over a look, this. you know? Yeah. I turned. I turned, turned to look. Wait, but Mackenzie said that she already knew Mackenzie was a rat. I How? had a weird moment with Caroline when she went around, and I'm not. I maybe this could be my anxiety talk. Okay. Maybe, but she was like, "Yeah, I've stalked all your Instagrams. Like, I know who you are." And she went around and she met everybody, but she did. She had such a short amount of time with me. Didn't really look me Ooh. in the eye that much. And I was like, fuck, like she knows. like, yeah. But she might have known because before we did crowdfunding for your ticket, I emailed her on Eventbrite and was like, hey, we're a scam podcast. Can we get a press admission <laughs> or like, can we get a ticket? And then I bought your ticket with my name. So she might have known. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, cares? yeah, I'm so like, curious. We're, it doesn't matter. We're scam podcast. She we're is honest. hosting the scam yeah. that's relevant, you know? Yeah. So basically, Caroline, after she met everyone, got up on like, there's this big staircase in the <laughs> apartment space and mm-hmm. sat on it. And she was like, usually during these workshops, I'll heckle you positively to get you mm. motivated. Oof. But I don't really feel like doing okay. that. Okay. Um, in this workshop, I really want to talk about heartbreak and being judged. And I was like, there's a rat here. (laughs) Wow. And she's like, and I also want to talk about inspiration. She was like, guys, I just want you to remember when you're making things to be inspired by the things that inspire. Wow. That's so (laughs) deep. And but she was talking about like how some people she's like, it's not cool to like castles. It's not cool to be a nerd about British stuff, but I am and it inspires me. Wow. Wait, can I just tell you that I would have loved to be positively heckled. (laughs) I would have too. That's all I want. I really wanted her to do that. Like, you're so beautiful. Oh my God, I love you. Like, positively heckle me. But her skin is Is perfect. Yeah. She is beautiful. So, so pretty in person. Oh, great. Also, very articulate. Great. Good. So articulate. But then all of a sudden she was like, all right, I'm going to break you guys up into groups. Okay. And you guys are going to share your art with each other. Okay. And you were supposed to bring. So you were asked to bring You were art. supposed to bring and prepare art for the event. Okay. Yes. So the night before I was scrambling around. Sure. Um, I've been working on this zine uh, about um, <laughs> how I was really severely depressed for the last three years mm-hmm. of my life. Mm-hmm. So senior year going into my first years of college sure. and struggling with suicidal ideation. Sure. And now I'm on Zoloft. I'm fucking chilling. Like whatever. Yeah. Um, we are all <laughs> I'm in DBT. It's fucking yeah, great. We um, all struggle. But I... I'm writing this zine that's super sad. And usually the stuff that I put out is 
funny. Yes, very this funny. This is like me being serious and talking about something that's should be handled with care. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like a package with like a porcelain baby doll yeah, on it bubble or something wrap. like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was split up in this group of these wonderful, like I honestly Aww. cannot say a bad one bad thing about these girls. How how big? They were so um, my group was the biggest one and it was six okay. people. Okay. And we were obviously like the alt group. Oh. <laughs> but you know what? We owned it. We were great. Yes. I was sitting next to this girl. Um, not gonna name names, but yeah, honestly, she is going to be in eleventh grade and she is has the most beautiful writing really? I've, oh. I've heard in a long time. Wow. And she is so talented. And all of the girls were so talented. I was in there with a girl that writes for Pitchfork and she was fucking funny. And wow. it was, I was with so another girl. it really drew an amazing group. Yes, I was in there with another girl who wants to write a sci-fi novel about um Oh my god! And I was like, "That is so, <laughs> so great." Um, please don't steal that idea because oh, yeah, well, well, we should leave. Um, <laughs> because she she's gonna write it and she's gonna kill it. Mm-hmm. And I was in there with another girl that was a songwriter and randomly goes to college with someone that I went to high school with. Great. And so the group. What was the demographic was, again? Was it were they all like your age or were they all high school kids? I would say it was pe- the youngest was probably that girl, eleventh grade, and the oldest was Caroline, who's like okay. seven. Got okay. it. So very much like in that age tiny group. wheelhouse, like I would say like a marketing demographic, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like um, like Gen Z, like yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, so we talked for a long time. They were. Oh, we, I was also there with another girl who's like a fashion designer and a poet. Oh, wow. And we talked a lot about a whole bunch of things. We were supposed to share our art, but we kind of did that last because we had a lot in common. Mm-hmm. Um, they were talking about like star signs and shit. And I was like, guys, I don't know anything about this. <laughs> and I was like, I just know that I'm a Capricorn, Sagittarius cusp, and my boyfriend's an Aquarius. And one of the girls goes, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's so funny. That's so So funny. I had a, such, a, such a positive experience. You were having group. a blast. Yes. Yeah. Surprisingly. So I shared my yeah. art, my depressing pages from my zine. I read a passage about how I take, I used to take really hot showers when I was really depressed because I wanted to turn into Nickelodeon slime and float down the drain. And I would like imagine myself like turning into like Gak and like just like disappearing into nothingness. And I was like talking about that and like sharing your body. So yeah, I read a passage about turning into Nickelodeon slime, going down the drain, turning into nothingness. And I talked about sharing your body with misery and like, um, and stuff like that. And they were so receptive to it. Of course. And I talked about like some deep stuff, like, um, how my, my boyfriend, who's my biggest supporter, like in this whole awful, I hate to call it a journey because it fucking sucked. Um, he was like, you don't want to kill yourself. You want to kill the part of yourself that makes you depressed. And I shared that with the group and, um, I know it's the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and, and so they were so receptive to it. The stuff that they shared was so great. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of fun talking to some cre- creatively minded people mm-hmm. and just. And this freeness too. It seemed like it was very free and open and loving. It really was. Yeah. So we shared in the groups for like a really long time, like probably two hours. Mm-hmm. So by the time 
that that was done, we had a sharing session of like the best of our groups. Okay. So we had the younger girl share from ours Mm -hmm. and we heard some other poetry and stuff um, from other people. And it was great. And we, Caroline was like, everybody, I don't want you to look at the person presenting, like look at the art in the space. So I just got to like, look at some art, Mm -hmm. hear some good stuff, some hot takes, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then at the end of the workshop, Caroline, uh, stood back on the steps and was like, okay, guys, I'm going to talk to you about being judged. Oh, jeez. So she got up on the steps again and was like, I'm going to talk to you guys about being judged. <laughs> so she <sighs> was talking about how going viral um, kind of so she was, addressed the incident. Yeah, she said she said basically she started it off saying like I woke up in a world one day where people were saying that I was a bad person and people that had never met me had an opinion on me and were saying that I was bad and it was hard because when you're dealing with something where something really has you down especially at my age I would be able to call my parents and they'd be able to tell me something that would help but this is a whole different animal like going viral um and being hated on the internet, my parents don't know what to do about that. Nobody mm-hmm. knows what to do about that. Like, um, so I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And she goes on to say, which I thought really showed a lot of growth in the Caroline Calloway character. Mm. She said, the reason why I was so mad, this is not excuse the bullying towards Kaylee. Yeah, yeah. She was like, the reason why I was so mad was because Kaylee said, I wanted to sell everything and make nothing. And at that time in my life, I wasn't making anything. So she was right. So she was right. Yeah. Wow. So that's why she was mad. And I was like, huh, that's really interesting. Yeah. I, my idea of her kind of changed Yeah. Um, in that moment because I was like, okay, like everybody does in their own right need to have time to be self-reflected. Like mm-hmm. I've done things that are bad, mm-hmm. but I'm not a famous influencer. Right. And I yes. didn't have. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> whatever. Um, like this podcast um, is going to get you. Woo-hoo. <laughs> um, like I, I'm not a, I'm not a famous person. Like she had people on Reddit going after her, sending death threats to her parents. And like Ugh. nobody deserves no. that. And what she did was really poorly organized, mm-hmm. came off really shitty because it it has a very high price tag but honestly if caroline is willing to make a space with positivity Mm -hmm. and with people that are really creative and want to make stuff that's amazing Mm -hmm. do i agree with the price tag 200 dollars to just have some really fulfilling conversations which should be free anyway Mm -hmm. no but i because it's going to her pocket mm -hmm. yeah yeah but I really, I didn't really like learn anything from her. Yes. But I learned a lot from the girls in my group. So it was really like lucky and kind of like a good fortune that you got to meet these other women, but not necessarily, she did organize it, but not necessarily like her teachings. Wait, I just want to do a brief recap. So the first hour, hour, she didn't show up and you ate hummus. The second two (laughs) hours, you were in a small group of beautiful women and then the last hour she did a brief motivational speech oh no very brief her talk her more confession speech 
Yes. And then like there was pictures, but I didn't get a picture because I was like, I, f- I would feel really shitty. Yes. yes. Um, about taking a photo with her um, because like if just to without fully disclosing. Yeah. yeah. And like if she hears this, like. And you're an undercover. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. I can't. You're a mole. I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a mole. I'm a rat. Whatever. Big, um, no big deal. Squeak, squeak. <laughs> like, you know? Like whatever. Um, but she, I think. Do I agree with her talking about her ex so publicly and people that she's been involved with on the internet? No. No. Would I ever do that? No. No. Um, do I agree with the price tag of the event? No. Mm-hmm. Like the three of us together could not afford mm-hmm. it. No. We had to crowdfund it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, like she she did though give out scholarships to the event and she did give tickets like away for like I think more than mm-hmm. half price. Um, which was really sweet, but I'm also like, why doesn't why does there have to be a price mm. tag? Yeah, well, because she's just trying to pay off that pay off thing. that book deal. Oh, God, it's sort of interesting. I was thinking like, okay, so she did something very wrong, and so now she is trying to find a way to make money. And I think she must believe that her only talent is sort of this inspirational Instagram skill that she has and yes. if she doesn't have any ads that's the only way she'll bring an in income so it's like you need to make money you go get a job but her job is going to be creating these events but she wasn't very good at it yeah and she does have a team of people that help her yeah you said but five assistants yeah and they're all like around my age okay um and it just seems like a lot like they did do a really good job like the event was the space was beautiful. So she learned from like her past mistakes. I Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. so. But I just wish the workshop, I think just for the girls that attended that really like love Caroline, like I wish it was more structured and she had like actually more things to say because- and to- provide with people yeah because provide I feel people. like she didn't really have a whole lot to say I want I want mm-hmm. to know did you get a plant trimming or and or a mason jar <laughs> oh right I have because she some Caroline Calloway things. Instagram storied um like just a delivery of mason jars and she also yes. Instagram story that she was trimming her plants and giving people um like clippings from her plants what the hell is that um, I have a little Caroline Calloway. <gasps> yes. And I will explain it for the people listening to the podcast. So she gave a care package to all of us in a giant bag, like ridiculously giant, like bigger than my torso. Huge. That said like Caroline Calloway on it. I was going to bring it, but I was like, you know what? I'm not lugging this thing no. around. No, and you don't want to advertise on your way here. Yeah, exactly. So she gave us some rocks. Some crystals. Damn. Can you, you hold those say. up so I can see them real close? They are. Are they crystals um, or are they rocks? Uh, are they just a casual bolt? <laughs> they look like what you get from the museum gift yeah, shop. Yeah, like kind of crystals that you would get like if you were at like Six Flags and there's like a little gem mining station for like yeah. kids. From um, my so point we- of view in Los Angeles, those look like casual river rocks to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I don't know where you're going, but they're these rocks are cute. pretty colorful, but they're rocks. Um, she gave <laughs> us a tea candle, you know, like uh, I, I can't really describe it because it's very much a candle. Wait, yeah, what does it smell candle? like? Does um, it have a smell? It's I don't think so. It's this is for all of our uh, scent. Yeah, that's inclined love a scented people. It's, no, it just smells like um, hand soap. It smells like. 
I'm getting like notes of vanilla and lavender. And y'all. this is like a Don't casual like tea light, a very small, a votive. It's mm-hmm. a votive. Yeah, a little tea light. And then she gave us a little <gasps> journal that says morning pages on it. You is know, pages from- for the morning. Artist. Artist way. Artist yeah. way. I think it's from Flying Tiger Copenhagen. I used to work there and I was fired twice. Oh, no. <laughs> so they can Morning pages <laughs> is something from the artist way. <laughs> oh, okay. But I liked Flying Tiger. Yeah. They also, had two things. No, we don't like them. They, yeah. Oh, no, I love like that store, more. but I will not go into the one near my college anymore because I was fired twice. Well, it happens. Um, and then we have a, a collagen face mask. Okay. Wow. And a twig. Oh, this is the most interesting. Is that part. Palo Santo? Is what is it? I don't know. Um, it's. <laughs> it looks like Palo uh, Santo. Tan wood. Does it? What the hell is Palo Santo? It's like incense that you light on fire and it smells good. Does that? Oh, yeah. I'll light my whole house on fire by Wait, accident. Wait, does that have yeah. a scent? I almost had a dorm fire once. Does it have a scent? Okay, I'm smelling. I need to know the sense, <laughs> you guys. I need to know. The it's sense. kind of uh, menthol-y in a yeah. way, and also kind of kind of sweet. It smells like it was next to an Altoid box. Yeah, yeah. Notes of Altoids, everyone. Oh, like notes of Altoid. Yeah. Great. It's probably Palo. Yeah, and she also gave us a notebook in the beginning that I left oh. there. Ugh. Um, that had like a envelope that said our names on it with like stickers in it. Like flower stickers. Okay. So she uh she did the thing. Um and it's I don't know. My thoughts on it. You I, said you felt mixed when you left. Yes. I think I'm all for a positive space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm all for an inclusive positive space. Yes. Um I like a supportive think, space. Yeah, I like, like when people when people are brought together mm-hmm. um to talk about what they do, Mm -hmm. Um, like art, especially writing. Like, you know, I'm a comedy writer Mm -hmm. um, and I told that to them and I'm like, yeah, I'm a comedy writer, but this is me trying to be serious. Um, So, and they were really great about it. Nobody asked me to tell them a joke. Uh, Great. Wonderful. Love that shit. Um, And yeah, I had a really good time, but overall, was it an evil time? No. No. Is Caroline bad person no she's a lukewarm individual (laughs) towards the warmer side definitely at most has she done stuff that's shitty yeah 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 for sure but honestly I'm not one to see the good in people but I saw good in her all right so was it a scam um, yes (laughs) <laughs> yes, it was, but it was called the scam. The scam. Yeah. So you know what? Was it a scam? It, For sure. Yeah. <sighs> it's called the scam. Yeah. And I think that's all I can say. Wow. It's so interesting because it, it was almost like an Instagram uh, story in person because really yes. it sounded like what she was doing was I'm going to bring all you guys together and you're going to get what you get from each other. And yes. I'm not really going to provide you with anything except the location. And that's sort of what, when you come up on someone's Instagram feed, you get what you need at that moment yeah. from their yeah. inspiration, but they're not really providing because they've already posted it. The vibes I wrote in my notebook, okay. the vibes of the event were Turquoise jewelry, urban outfitters mm-hmm. going to Thailand for a gap year mm. to find yourself. Yes, I know exactly I what you mean. And honestly, I, I, but I got yeah, down with no, it. Yeah, no, I'm not mad at that vibe. I got down with because it. Because you could do anything though. You are good with people and you're a true journalist because you didn't pass judgment. You just said, I'm going to be open to the experience. <laughs> do you think that she 
is made any money like yes. off of okay for sure definitely made money and she does sell watercolor paintings and stuff yeah. okay were people purchasing stuff there also no she wasn't selling anything there okay. actually um so is it it's sort of this like tana tanya thing tana. exactly <laughs> i'll never get it right and i do not care to um it's it's sort of the same thing of like i'm gonna let you sort of be a fan of my life Yes. And then that is how I will make my income. Honestly, though, like, isn't that what we're all doing yeah. in a sense? Like, literally yeah. me with Instagram, like, all I want. All I want is, is for people to like me. For people to look and think that I'm funny and meet people who are like-minded mm -hmm. and just take it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, through Instagram, I met you guys. Mm, I know. And, like, it is a really powerful tool. But I think Caroline also said, which was really interesting to hear her say this, she was like, at everybody's core, we're just all trying to get people to like us. Oh, yeah. And she was talking about how I, she said, I finally came to terms with the scam like the 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 alleged scam, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, the old workshops, because I came to terms with people, the criticism, and I came to terms with the fact that people um, hated me and that I wanted to be liked. Like she was like me coming to terms with the fact that I wanted these people to like me really helped me get over it. And I was like, mm. honestly, I <laughs> admire her for being out there with it. So she's fine. Also, she knowingly knew that somebody in there could have been a squeaky, squeaky Little rat. rat. Yeah, who's going to talk on a podcast. Well, little rat. Well, there is something very interesting about her because I think that she is this, like, she is a writer. Like, she is, like, an yeah. artist. Like, the way in which she writes and has... And spinning the story. So much text, like, just coming out of her. Like, it's very, yeah. like, just pouring out of her. Like, she is, like, a very interesting artist. It's just that she can't channel it into something like a book for some reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would have, I would have honestly preferred if this was the type of thing, like, that, you, like, a handful of fans would, like, win a lottery Yes, and for like free. get to hang out with her for free and like talk about art. That would have been like a more more of value and a more mm -hmm. like honest thing. Yeah, and it would have just honestly just I think been nice. she would have gotten to hear more people's art. Yeah. yeah, and people brought art there for Caroline to hear. Yeah, okay. I know, but there's something about her that's just so calculated. Ugh. It feels just very like well, yeah. she's manipulated, wealthy as all hell. Yeah. She yeah, that's what it is. And honestly, like <laughs> I, I go to college with people that are rich, period. Yeah. Like rich to the point that I could never understand. Sure. And they live a different life mm -hmm. than I could ever imagine. Their consequences are different. And that is the product of how they've grown up. Mm -hmm. And Caroline is mm -hmm. probably very calculated because she's went to Philip. Ex Philip Exeter, Exeter, the boarding school, which is like is. Mark Zuckerberg went there. It's like mm. a fancy schmancy boarding school. Like all those kids are calculated. Mm -hmm. None of them let loose. Right. And if they do, it's in the classiest, fanciest way. Or private, the most secretive. I was in this like fabulous apartment in the West yeah. Village. But like, I'm like, you got to be paying like four or five grand a month for that thing. But like, like how does she pay rent? And also if she comes from that much money, why don't her parents just pay back her book 
thing. That's what I'm wondering. Like, and I don't think we'll ever yeah. know. Like is maybe she just got freaked out by the whole thing of writing a book. I mean, I kind like, of had a soft spot in my heart when she said she spent all of her um her what's it called? Uh advance because when you get a sum of money it's so exciting because they're giving it to you based yeah. on the fact you will do something so it's very exciting because you're getting it for not for a sort of pitching pitching which is very hard it took me a year to create my pitch but um there's not really anything there yet and so it feels kind of luxurious you do feel like wow yeah. this company knows that i'm going to deliver and it feels like a lot of pressure and i'm somebody that does great with deadlines. And so there was like a, a series of months where I was just sort of thinking about the chapters I wanted, having a hard time kind of moving slowly. And then at the very end, like I just had to just go full throttle and yeah. spend every single day working. I would just go to a coffee shop, get an acai bowl and a coffee and write for seven hours yeah. and then go home. And I just, mean, oh, that's it. I yeah. wouldn't know what I would do with that money. Like, you know, like opening ceremonies, having their summer sale shit. Like, well, the money, <laughs> like, basically, I think that the money, the advance in, in the sense of how it worked with me, it was like, because I wasn't working a full-time job. Right. I am not able to, some people are, and they're really smart with their money. They were able to work full-time jobs or part-time mm -hmm. jobs and use that advance to right. live. For me, that money was like my salary. Right, exactly. So and that's what it's me, supposed to be. Yeah, so for. I didn't have a second job so I could just focus on the book because I was so, I wanted to make it as good as I could. Caroline did say something that I did not agree with. Um, I, I guess I kind of agree with it, but it was just like weird hearing this from somebody that's never had a job. Mm -hmm. So basically this girl was like, hey, I have a, like she did like a little Q&A. She took like three questions from people. This girl was like, hey, I'm at a job right now. I'm an architect. It's like really creatively crushing because I want to work in fabrics. Like, what do I do? Like this job is taking up all of my time. I don't have time to create. Like I'm depressed, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And Caroline was like, you know, be your own patron. And what? she was like, make, like and so she was like be your own patron like work so you have money to fund your art and I'm like that's so easy for you to say yeah it sounds like a fortune cookie or something yeah it's yeah. so easy yeah. for her to say that because she comes from extreme affluence you yeah. know her dad's like a yeah. educated lawyer well it's hard I mean when really? I after then the book I did have to like use that year to live off that money in the book. Yeah. And then when it's done, everyone's like, oh, you're like an author. And it's like, oh yeah, but that I that used, mean. <laughs> I, that was my salary for the year. Like I'm not, I don't have like an extra whatever. Yeah. You know, it was, it was a lot and it was an investment. And so I, I do understand, I do understand sort of the fear too of like, they've asked me to perform. I don't know if I can do it. It's a lot right. of pressure, but I don't know about the casual it sounds casual to spend all of the money before you even create it. Exactly. It sounds a little casual to and me. And so I just got weirded out by that, <laughs> yeah, like the be your insane. own patron stuff, because like when you're working like a job, like you're mm -hmm. nine to five, like I would, I would work at college at Flying Tiger Copenhagen, suck my nuts. Um, <laughs> they would like suck okay. my nuts. Um, they. But not her almonds because they're, they're disgusting. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would work from like, when I got out of class at 12 to like 10. Yeah. And I don't have time. And then you have to do homework. To, yeah. I don't have time to like do art mm -mm. because I'm too busy working a job. Yeah. And so it's it's kind mm. of 
weird for her to say be your own patron because when you're working, like you're really working, you don't have time for that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah she didn't you're really. Fucking you're fucking exhausted. fucking yeah. exhausted. Like I'm, my like art is napping like at that point in yeah. time, you know, napping. I'm sleeping like, mm-hmm. huh. Yeah. And like, you know, she doesn't understand like, like being paid like every other week. Like yeah. that's stifling, like, and that sucks. And she just. So was, there's like a disconnect. It seemed like that yes. there was some earnestness behind it that she was trying to sort of make up and create an opportunity. You did meet some amazing women. Yes. You did meet like-minded women, funny enough, even though we were kind of going in undercover. And, but at the same time, at the end of the day, she still felt very out of touch for yeah, what you need. Really felt out of touch to me um, because. Um, I mean, okay. well, she doesn't share the same experience. No, but as someone who, you know, is kind of doing like a crap shooty, like major, like going to college for comedy, something that I really care about. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, what is she, she went to college for art history? Like, what is she doing with it? Yeah, And I it's know. just like, that's the luxury sometimes, of you know, money. of money. And it makes me very mm. jealous. And that's probably why I dislike her a little bit because like it's a hard place to be like when you are struggling and when you're in uncertainty and you're with people that have extreme affluence yes. and they're that that yeah. they don't feel or sense or you don't get from them the same um urgency that we have in our lives yeah and she said mm-hmm. something on her instagram that really rubbed me the wrong way i sent it to you guys she's like people are just mad at me because of my privilege <laughs> and i was like maybe yeah maybe maybe. that's part of it but also maybe you suck yeah like I she just seemed really out of touch like she was when she was talking about how she couldn't ask her parents for help um during the oh digital the part when she went viral Mm -hmm. you know um getting a lot of hate online she was like some parents like my parents have always been able to help but some parents aren't able to help like I have it written down she was like, some people's parents deal with like um, they don't have money or they're dealing with mental illness or racism. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like my mom is a, a black lady. And um, thanks for speaking on that. Like um, literally racism has never gotten in the way of her helping her child. Yeah. But like I thought that was oh so God, out of I'm touch. Like racism, racism, racism fucking right sucks. Fuck that it shit. does exist. But it is it terrible. It does exist. It is terrible. Yeah. But also, like, why are you commenting? Why? On why that? would you <laughs> comment on that? That's not your thing As to say. It's also a thing you've experienced. Yeah, like I've never, like, <laughs> I am in a comedy troupe that's all women of color. Right. We talk about our moms all the time because right. growing up with a mom of color is an experience in itself. Mm-hmm. We talk about it all day, and they're like, "There's no like." Yeah, racism has never gotten no, in the racism way of is our not moms make, yeah. being our mommies like. and helping you and loving you. It just shows how much she's out of touch yeah. and she's trying like to grasp it. Naming things. afflictions, you know what I mean? You know, like when people get chicken pox, it prevents you from parenting, or when you have a sore throat. <laughs> like, also, she's yeah. not a parent. No, so you are. Don't like any of that. What she's saying? Yeah, yeah. It's really, really, really silly. Um, but. I don't know. She just comes from a place that I don't understand. And she comes from a world that I will never be a part of. And it can be frustrating too. 
Yeah, and yeah. it was. There were moments where I was like frustrated or I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, of course. But honestly, she is drawing to her very creative people. Mm-hmm. And that's inspiring to me. Yeah, and she pulled a room of women you really enjoyed. I really like them. I really like wow. all of them. Like I was intimidated at first. Of course. But what is the next event that our audience would like Mackenzie to be a rat at? Yes, guys, let yes, us know. Guys, I will be in uh, New York till the like the 27th and then I'm back in Boston. So and if you want me to go back to Lori Laughlin, I will. We do. We're going to need her to be a squeaky, squeaky rat all over. <laughs> Mackenzie's amazing, you guys. And she just and I love your very open and honest interpretation of all of this. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a sponge. You are. I'm a sponge. That's a brilliant, a, a brilliant sponge. We've yes. called you rat. We've called you sponge. Sponge, you rat, <laughs> whatever. I hate almonds. No. <laughs> um, You've learned a lot about Mackenzie, guys, but she's our princess and we just oh, adore her guys. and our Queens. funny comedy woman. Thank you for your service. Yes. Uh, and Mackenzie, where can welcome. everybody find you again? Um, my Instagram is just my name, Mackenzie. M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E. And uh, that's where you can find me and like other stuff that I'm doing. That zine will be out probably And she in has September. a really funny podcast. I have a podcast. Last time you we were on, I didn't talk about it. The foot thing was so funny. Yes. She I have, just. I have a podcast called Collection of Stories and it's in my Instagram bio. And it's basically like my version of like a, like a comedy tape. It's funny. And I just tell stories about like things that have happened to me, like a woman spitting in my hair or <laughs> like the first bad experience I had at a college party where somebody who was dressed as a green witch told me to get out of there because he didn't know who I was. And you I had know. a UTI at the time and it sucked. <laughs> or like just um, the common stories we all have. The first time I sold pictures on my feet online yeah. um, and got it's scammed. A- um, and just basically and getting trampled at concerts. Yeah. Um, Lori Laughlin have a whole thing about that. Guys, um, I love the pod. It's great. I can't recommend Collection it of stories. It's on Bandcamp because I don't know how to put stuff on iTunes. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's complicated. It's like hard. <laughs> but going to Caroline Calloway's event, going to events is easy. So yes. And thank you again to our patrons and again to our Patreon people. Yeah. We have a new Patreon. Uh, the things um seven five zero nine nine four one four. Guys, we love you. Fuck almonds Go for our next game. <laughs> we love you. We don't love almonds. Fuck almonds. Okay. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Sue. So in the time since we recorded this episode, which is a week, um, a very scathing Vice article has come out about this event, about an under another undercover reporter going in addition to our little Mackenzie. Um, it wasn't nice. I think we did a good job of like being fair and, and balanced to Caroline and giving her the benefit of the doubt. But we just wanted to get Mackenzie's thoughts on that. So we have a little voice memo from her. Enjoy. Hey guys, um, this is Mackenzie in the future. Right now I'm actually in a bathroom in California, so that's a little bit different than being in a studio in New York. But hey, future me, um, I have read the Vice article and honestly, like, I agree. Like, I think her view, like, as a reporter was a little bit more scathing, like, than mine was, but at the, what she had to say, like, the Honestly, like the the skin and bones of it, like I agree, like I really don't think that 
Caroline was um, giving us anything to um, like, she wasn't really telling us anything. And I feel like I really did learn more from the people in my group than from her. And, you know, maybe that was her intention, but that's not how she marketed the event. Like we were supposed to learn creativity from Caroline Calloway and we didn't do that. I learned creativity from the wonderful ladies in my group. So I have to agree with the article. Funny enough, though, I did actually sit next to that girl for the most part of the beginning of the uh, of the scam. So that's funny. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts. Bye bye. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, a full investigation of Caroline Calloway and her event, The Scam. And it was a scam. Surprise, surprise. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.